man, you talk sweet talk. I get a knocking in my knees. What's no up, beautiful walk, people? What's happening, man, on this sunny ass October day? Yeah, man, it's hot as hell. How you guys doing, man? Catching up. Please excuse the hiatus. Right. But I'm not going to apologize, man. We live in an apologetic culture, man. Everybody apologizes for everything, man. Everything. <laughs> Except for, you know, Weinstein, right? What apologies does he have, right? Just a non-disclosure agreement that went astray. Damn, what's up with that creep? There's a handful of creeps, huh? <laughs> I remember one time in high school, dude, we are at a party, and I grabbed this chick's uh, tit, dude, and she slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> that was the end of my creepiness. <laughs> it was actually in the back of the car, dude. We were like making out. Uh, this place called the Lightning Rod, and uh, yeah, I guess she wasn't into it, man. I thought I was gonna make it to first base, or was that second base? <laughs> yeah, man, creeping. Why you sleeping? Hope all is well. Yeah. So, what is going on, mate? It's been a while since you've been doing these podcasts. Yes, man, it's been a long while. Just got back from uh, Reno, Nevada, in San Diego, California, uh, opening up the show uh, for Felipe Esparza, along with Larry's Bubbles Brown, and uh, Johnny Roque, and Martin Rizzo on uh, the Saturday shows in uh, San Diego, that was on the 20th, in Reno, Nevada, that was at the Silver Legacy Casino on the uh, 21st, which was this past Saturday, man. And now I'm back on Rat Patrol. But nevertheless, I wanted to make the effort, stop being a lazy bastard, and uh, put out a podcast, man. It's It's been uh, long overdue, man. There's no excuses. You, uh, I guess it's like on the falling off category, man. Because I was just like, dude, I just like a lot of shit's been happening. I've been working my ass off with Armando Cosillo. Shout out to La Cucaracha Pest Control in Los Angeles. If you need pest control services, just call area code 323-221-7666 for all your pest control needs. Yeah, man. Quick little slide, right? And yeah, just been working my ass off doing that and working my ass off touring. Uh, so it's been kind of crazy. Uh, we even before... Uh, Reno in uh, San Diego. We just got back from Canada, eh? Yes. What a wonderful experience, eh? Yeah, it was awesome, dude. It was uh, in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, which is Alberta, the prov- one of the provinces of Canada. Still the west side. Not too, uh, not too uh, French. Uh, it was really awesome. I like the food. I like the poutine fries. I haven't been to uh canada alberta area since 2000 i was out there with voodoo glow schools 17 years bro it's been a while man yeah and those were cool uh shows we did show uh opening up the show for felipe the feature act was uh brett uh forte was really really cool and we had fun man we were there uh thursday friday and saturday and came back on a sunday man so uh that was cool man a lot of dirty ass shoes though in that mall. We were at the uh, I forget it's the biggest mall in uh, North America, right there in Alberta. I forget the name, but they had everything. We didn't even do shit, man. They had indoor water slides, uh, indoor like um, uh, a beach, like a pool where like you know the waves come in. And all we did was rock around that motherfucker all day, and eat, ate a lot of Indian food. I tore up Indian food out there. Uh, love that stuff. And, yeah, man, we had a good time. It was cool. It wasn't too cold. 
And yeah, so just to inform you where I've been, what I've been up to, and what else? We had some shows. Oh yeah, in Nashville, uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. That was in the beginning of the month. Yeah, it was uh, a was it, the sixth and the seventh. We were in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, man, that was another uh, kind of sad little day, dude. Because I think right before we left or we were leaving, dude, Ralphie May passed away, man. All right, Peter Ralphie. Yeah, Big Daddy, I ain't gonna be alone no more. Big Daddy, shout out to all the Latinos, man. Y'all some really cool people. And rest in peace to that dude, man. I didn't really know Ralphie. I hung out with him a couple times because of Joe Diaz. We're chilling. You always bring uh, Joe Diaz like some bomb ass weed, man. And we were kicking it one time, and it was during the whole fiasco between Mencia and uh, Joe Rogan. So it's way before the podcasts. It's when uh, Joe Rogan confronted uh, Mencia over joke thieving. And I remember we were sitting outside of El Compadre, and we're chilling. On it was outside. It was me. It was me, Joey, Ralphie May, and another dude. And this dude used to do videos for uh, Joey Diaz. I forgot his name. He's a friend of mine on uh, Facebook. I totally forgot his name. But, uh, yeah, so we're out there chilling. We're puffing and eating. We're already done eating and stuff. And, you know, me, I was all like, you know, I'm my little namesake, Silent Bob. I'm just chilling, listening, you know, injecting a little bit every now and then. But they were talking about how... Uh, Yo, comedy's dead, and Joe Rogan killed it with Carlos Mencia. Because uh, I guess I was like, you know, I guess, and I've heard it. It wasn't he. He wasn't the only one that said it, but uh, they said the comedy was dead because of that, because of that confrontation. And uh, I remember uh, <laughs> we're talking about an opener of Mencia's. I won't name a name just because, just to keep it like that, dude. You know. And uh, <laughs> he was that dude was doing like a show. He was talking about that he had a show with like Pitbull or something at that time, or a pilot. And it's when Mencia had his show too, I think. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he got. He says he got a pilot, and I'm all yeah. It's called the uh, the Mind of Pitbull, and he's like, <laughs> Mind of Pitbull, Big Daddy. So <laughs> that was it, man. That was my little Ralphie moment, man. But I've been around him a couple other times with uh, Felipe, man. So, yeah, man, shout out to him, dude, and uh, his family and all, man. It's a trip, man. Nothing lasts forever. Gotta invoke some uh, Guns N' Roses. It's a trip, man. Like, you see stuff like that, dude. I think even after the, the death of my uncle, dude, I was like, dude, what the fuck, dude? Life's crazy. Life's great and beautiful, but sometimes not everything lasts, man, and you um, you never know, dude. You know what I mean? You never know. So, yeah, man. <laughs> And then after Huntsville, after Nashville, we went to Huntsville, and that was the following day. That was on the 8th of uh, of uh, October, and that was with Toby Hicks. Yeah, Nebraska's finest. <laughs> we were out there with that fool. He's always a good dude to go on the road with. And before that, we're what? We're in San Jose, and that was uh, that was awesome. That was, uh, what, the month before, right? It on the 15th and 17th of uh, September. Yeah, dude, it's fucking, dude, shit's just been flying, dude, and those shows were always phenomenal, dude, we're out there pretty much in and out Friday uh, and Saturday, dude, just banged out like four shows, and yeah, man, and we were going to go out to Orlando, but Orlando got canceled with all those uh, with all those uh, hurricanes and shit, but one cool thing was uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee was cool as hell, that was with Hank, Anna Murray, 
and uh, that was a that was a bitching ass show. That was um, I think that was the seventeenth of October. I'm trying to go back or August, yeah, and uh, just to like catch up to the last podcast, which I did with uh, Edwin San Juan, man. Uh, but I hope you guys are great, man. So uh, yeah, man. So what? What? I, oh, oh, it was Oxnard Levity Live. That's right. That's going back, back, back. And uh, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, that's it. Oh, Bray Improv on uh, September twenty fourth through the twenty seventh. Yeah, man. So just been, dude. Just been gigging. I had a couple gigs of my own, dude, and those were pretty badass. But I did have a gig cancel at the Bray Improv. Because of the lack of attendance. So I just want to say, I know there's a couple of people that reached out online. If you went to that show and um, you uh, they said it was canceled or you're, or anything happened, just let me know, dude. And I'll send you a shirt, dude. So uh, other than that, that's it, man. I just wanted to get back on track, dude. There's no excuses. It's a trip, dude. I stopped working out about five, uh, five months ago. Um, dude, I was just going up the hill, dude. And I twisted my ankle nasty, dude. And it still fucking hurts. I gotta go to the doctor. I gotta get me some Obamacare, you know? And yeah, dude, just been feeling like shit. And I can feel, you can feel it when you get bigger, dude. But still no excuses. And um, yeah, man, I just wanna, uh, just wanna get back into this, man. And there's no excuse, dude, because I take my podcasting equipment everywhere and I don't even record a podcast. I remember going on the road and Felipe taking the podcast equipment with him and we didn't even record a What's Up Full podcast. But still no excuse. But the thing is just sitting down, doing it, man. And uh, that's all it is, man. That's all it is. So with that being said, man, thank you guys very much. Real quick, shout-outs on Instagram, Mugs003. No, it's Mugs0311, Naka underscore one from Reno, Nevada. Pleasure taking a, a picture with you out there. And uh, Franco underscore 5585 in Cutler, California. I hope you're doing good, homeboy. And on Facebook, we got Steven Salvador, Ricky Carrera from Odessa, Texas. He's the one that just did a, a Yeah Man podcast uh, logo, so it's pretty cool. Shout out to Big Frog in San Diego. And on Twitter, Jamie Gutierrez S at the Jiminator. Shout out to you. And shout out to at Ishmael Lopez. Yeah, man. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a show coming up this Thursday, I believe. Yeah, Thursday. And we're going to be at the What's Up Fool uh, podcast. is going to be part of the All Things Comedy uh, Comedy Festival in Phoenix, Arizona. There's a, a show that we're going to be doing at 7.15 p.m., and that's going to be with Kate Quigley. going to be the guest. That's going to be a What's Up Fool podcast uh, episode. And I believe it's going to be at the Orpheum in Phoenix. And then I believe that same night on Thursday... The 26th, there's going to be an 11.45 p.m. comedy show at Stand Up Live in Phoenix. So it's either or. It's either going to be at the Orpheum, the Stand Up, or it's going to be at Stand Up Live, or the podcast is going to be at Stand Up Live or the Orpheum. But I believe it's going to be the original way I stated it. So, yeah, please come out if you don't know about that. Any uh, other questions, you guys can go to um, allthingscomedy.com. Hit the link, and then I'll hit you on the ticket thing, and then I'll uh, give you much more of a description there. So, yeah, thank you so much, man. And we're going to get on this, man. We got are going to get on this. Yes, for real. Now, for our guest of guests, uh, this gentleman is a very, 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 very cool. Excuse me. A very cool uh, individual. 
uh, as a human, as a comedian. I respect him a lot. He uh, he's a solid comedian, funny as hell. Uh, there's there, dude. There's a lot of comedians, dude, and you know some of them are like you know oh cool in the social commentary. Some of them are cool. Um, they're just funny. Some of them have cool impressions. Some of them have cool stories. But this guy is like just the vein of comedy gold, man. Just a funny, funny dude. And he started in uh, Frisco, man. And uh, he, today he works with Dana Carvey, Rob Schneider, Norm McDonald. And he came out of uh, the San Francisco comedy scene. I think his first show was at this very famous place, a historic place in that sense, at the Holy City Zoo. It did comedy from the mid-70s to the mid-90s in San Francisco, part of that whole entire uh, comedy boom. It was in the Richmond district of uh, San Francisco. It started out as, as a folk music comedy, a folk music comedy, folk music club originally. The first comedian to perform there was an impressionist by the name of Jim Giovanni. And that was in 71 on an open mic night. And then it kind of stopped. And then in 1975, the Holy City Zoo was uh, sold to Peter Rains, who... Um, Continued to do folk music five nights a week and closed it on Sundays. And then it was uh, the uh, famed uh, San Francisco uh, musician comedian Jose Simon uh, who uh, persuaded him to start the open mic nights on a Saturday, on a Sunday. And uh, it started becoming super, super popular and it expanded to seven nights a week doing stand up comedy and uh, in a full on comedy club for nearly uh, 20 years. And that's the. Uh, Holy City Zoo, and uh, I think uh, Robin Williams was discovered there, Rob Schneider studied, started there, and uh, our uh, friend and guest, Mr. Larry Bubbles Brown, uh, came out of that scene. So with that being said, no further ado, put your hands together, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and a quick thing, I'm just going to let you guys know that we recorded this on an airplane, uh, me and Larry Bubbles Brown from San Diego to Reno, so the quality is not going to be that good. Uh, it's going to be a bit fuzzy, but it's a recording nonetheless, and we're putting it out there. So, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Mr. Larry Bubbles Brown. Mer. Like 15 sick kids and a fat woman's coughing on their back. <laughs> <laughs> 
bag of peanuts on your fucks it out when they get mad. And this is the only airline that doesn't charge us for checking a bag. Yeah. What's up with that? I check a bag, she, I better be married to her.
Yeah, some are, and then uh, most of those guys usually look pretty good, though. Yeah, that's what they do. And what brought up your initial fear of flying before even flying? Ever since I, from my first flight, of all, I think I don't like being trapped in a steel container going 500 miles an hour. And uh, you just feel kind of trapped on board, you know, it's very claustrophobic. Someone told me actually they flew a private jet that was so small that you really felt caught and you hated it and you'd never get on another one. Well, that first, uh, the, that one flight we did, uh, Felipe on that festival of last tour with Mike Epps, and, uh-huh. uh, Ricky Smiley was on that plane. That one, you can really feel it when it was yeah. small. You can feel like, and not, they pierce through it, but you can kind of feel it on the on the wing and all that, you know, you, and you hear it right then and there. You oh, know? yeah. Fuck, I'm a pants. I don't know. Well, what, what, what do you want me to go to start giving 
doesn't sound like a fun road gig. I heard sometimes like he kind of doesn't give a fuck because he's a really brilliant comic, right? Yeah. I guess he's uh, the, a pure stand-up because he doesn't take, he just stands there and doesn't take the mic out. But I think that those guys are called purists, I guess. But I, I think it's hard, hard to do for an hour, you know? But you gotta get out, move around a while. Has he always done it like that? I think so, yeah. Uh, I seen his last special, the special on Netflix was really good. And he was just like, you know? And then this lady, that lady was big, she was as big as a plane, this lady. I don't know. I don't know if it was a lady, you know? But what'd you say she was a lady for the sake of this joke, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's real funny, man. I used to like him on Weekend Update. And what's it like working with that dude? Is real cool? Yeah, yeah. I think he's got a. Seems to have a very young following too. I think his podcast is probably popular. So, well, I noticed in the beginning he kind of wasn't doing that many episodes, but now he's kind of on a more uh, consistent schedule. He's had people like you know uh, Dana Carvey, that's where they mentioned you. Had Jerry Seinfeld on there. Yeah, I think he got Letterman too. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner too. Like pretty much like nice like A-list stuff. Caitlyn Jenner, yeah. Someone asked me, do you think Caitlyn Jenner is brave? I said, hell yeah, to stand up in California and admit that you're a Republican. That takes balls. <laughs> Rover land, bro. Yeah, what's it in, like, you know, when you're talking about that one flight in, uh, in the Atlantic that crashed at a... Yeah, uh, Air France. Now, when they crash in the water, it's not a softer crashing than crashing on land? No, I always thought it would be, but apparently it's like hitting bricks. Shut up, Yeah. Really? And that plane apparently just dropped. It dropped flat down like that. Usually, they, when they solidly go like that, but that was it. Like, how, how high was it up? Like 30,000 feet. And how long does that take to get to the ocean? It'd probably take a couple minutes. Damn. Maybe two minutes of hell. Bombing's bad. <laughs> I think time slows down when you're bombing. There's gonna be a head pop up. My mom was on that flight, bro. <laughs> Sorry, bro. My condolences. <laughs> did, did you know? Did you lose that? Huh? Oh, were you gonna say something? No, no. Uh, did you know Norm from back in the day? I know Norm from about 20 years ago. He, I. Came, came to San Francisco to promote his movie Dirty Work. I was working on the radio then. They had me open the show. And he really liked me. He's always really nice to me after that. So sometimes he has me to have open for him. I think uh, dudes like that like really like guys that write jokes and are like, you know, funny about it. Yeah, they like writing, I think. Yeah, like for the whole thing. Man, that guy got a nice joke about him. Yeah. The hiccups. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you come up with that hiccup joke? Yeah, the hiccup. That <laughs> happened to me. I never thought about writing jokes. I think that's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I would say that he, he only compliments certain comics, you know? Yeah. Because he, he's all into that whole thing. I don't know what's going on with all these comics these days. We're not talking about opening up about their darknesses, their, uh, their pitfalls in life, all this personal stuff, you know? Yeah. Because he's not really talking about his personal life. He just create, kind of like creative right. writing and essence. He was so funny when he was a judge at Last Comic Standing a couple of years. Remember that? Well, he was kind of really giving it to he him. He gave it to him, but nobody else did. He was kind of harsh on some of them, which is good. A lot of people kind of painted him as a villain, though, right? Yeah, but I thought he was usually right when he said, you know? Oh, hell yeah. And that's like shows like that that I noticed that, like, 
truthful. But I know, like, a show like that, too, that's a reality show, they like that conflict, or they like that, like, you know... Yeah, reality shows always about conflict, so... so but he was really honest on that, though. And that material that, uh, Norm McDonald was working with for this last special, or when you work with them? Yeah, yeah. Rob's got his Netflix show. He's doing a lot of stand-up. He's doing great. He doesn't like working with that dude. He's great. I have known him. We started out together. He was uh, always been really nice to me. He's really generous. He's really, really nice to his fans, like Felipe is. Another always goes out and takes pictures. Yeah, takes pictures. Takes a lot of jerk, bro. <laughs> you gotta do it. it's part of the gig, though. But people love that. And that dude, uh, he's from the Bay Area. Yeah. Watched at the punchline in the Holy City. I watched comics for a year before I tried it. Oh, really? 
saw some girl at Bob so bad, and it was so horrible. I just thought, I can't be worse than she is. She's, <laughs> I think I think she's actually the one that gave me the uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was I was really afraid to try it, but she, I said, well, I can't be that bad. It worked out. Awesome. That scene was super supportive. No, like you know, people yeah. jumping on people that are thieving or like. Yeah, it's very supportive, and the audience, is, the audience are really friendly too. And now, just like now, just comedy seems like it's such a cutthroat game. You know, I feel like I'm in the mafia. <laughs> Do you feel that now, even even to an extent? Yeah, you know, everyone's kind of nice, but you know, they're sapping you in the back. So. Got to be loyal, bro. <laughs> and that's all, like all the guys that hate you. Somebody told us, "Good arm, bro." <laughs> Getting ready for a big game tonight, bro. What's up with, uh, who are your influences in comedy? Like, the, the guys you 
biggest thing you could do would be get on the Tonight Show because that's when TV was huge. Getting on that show was a big deal. So I like Carson and I like the, I like Jonathan Winters as a kid. He's so much different, wilder than I am. So I don't know why I liked him, but I always thought he was hilarious. Who are some of your heroes? Mine. I used to like the Dice Man a lot. He was like the first one I ever heard about. I was on a Little League team and there was a Colombian kid. He used to do impressions of his really? material. And then I finally saw him. And I thought I was like, you know, kick-ass Italian dude. Just, you know, talking a bunch of, you know, saying bad words. This is really awesome. Turned out to be like a Jewish dude. Yeah. But uh, the whole New York City bravado, you know. Yeah. He's a Brooklyn name. Yeah, it's a whole different attitude. Yeah, so I liked him. I liked Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, I mean, you, you do a great Dangerfield impression, but that's what... Uh, Dangerfield I liked a lot. And then uh, I liked a lot of black comedians. I would see him in movies, little bit parts of movies, Saturday Night Live. I never seen him in a in essence do stand up, and then I seen that special Bring the Pain in '96. Yeah. I was like, damn, dude, this fool is awesome. Him, Martin Lawrence, Robin Harris, Bernie Mac. Oh, guy, I got to work with uh, Sam Kinison. Oh, are you serious? He was amazing. The first time I saw him, like he came to San Francisco, and I kept hearing all this stuff like he was crazy, he's wild, he's dangerous. Like, what, what's this crap? down and saw him. He was so good. I thought I'd been watching him for 10 minutes and he'd actually done an hour. Was that, yeah, it was that great. It was like, wow. And that's the thing, like, when somebody's really good really good on stage, when I first seen it, I'd be like, uh, damn, it, it looks so easy, right? Yeah. That's, but, and when they're super good, it goes by fast. Really fast. When somebody's horrible, like, if you're bombing, you know, those five minutes can seem like an eternity. It's horrible. And you're exactly right. That's when I first started watching comedy, I just thought, it looks so easy. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're just up there talking, but you don't realize how much goes into that. They'll come up with a joke and do the little act out or whatever, you know. It's really a lot of involvement. But yeah. it does look easy. It's very deceiving. And then around that, I was going to say, add to that, you know, like, who I like or whatnot. Then around that time, I started getting into Latino comedy, like, uh, when K-Loco was popping up. See, like, guys like... Gabriel Felipe were yeah. there. And George Lopez and Carlos Mencia. That's how I kind of like got the little Latin flavor. Okay, cool. Can kind of go in that lane or that direction. Maybe Lopez was the first one to really punch through. Yeah. And then, like, you know, you had Paul Rodriguez back in the 80s. Oh, yeah, I remember Paul, yeah. But he was like, George Lopez is the one that was kind of hitting on the nail, like, modernly. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are the guys I like. I've always wanted to work with Paul Rodriguez. I heard he's a great guy. He's really funny. He's been around forever, right? Forever. I just seen a... He has a play, or had a play in a, in a theater in downtown LA. It was called uh, The Pitch. How to Pitch a Latino Sitcom That Won't Get on the Air. <laughs> and uh, it was, you know, the whole trials and tribulations of getting it on the air. You know, the deal with the meetings, what they want you to do, add characters, delete characters. Um, it was uh, one of... Uh, the guy that played his buddy on there, the other actor was Mike Gomez. I 
it has less prestige than it did before? I think so. With the internet now, it's like everybody's doing everything. It's a show business was this tightly ruled business that had gatekeepers and uh, getting famous seemed like it was really special. And now it's just like you know, the other fool. Any fool can come out in an alley, do something on a podcast. He's famous for a week.
I gotta move up in the world. I, I'm living in 1980, I think. So you really have a computer that's a dial-up? You don't have an internet it's, connection? It's, on, I have a, it's a dial-up internet connection, yeah. So it takes me like four days to see a porno clip. <laughs> buffering, buffering. And what's on the horizon for Larry Bubbles Brown? I'm just trying to keep working. I hope to see you guys again. Rob, Dana. Otherwise, I'll be home. <laughs> Do you do spots in the city? Yeah, yeah. There's still, there's Cobb and the Punchline in the city. There's a bunch of gigs around the city that I do. I, I do a one gig a month at the Throckmorton Theater in Mill Valley, which is a great room. You have fun at those shows? Those are fun, yeah. So it still can be fun. Right on. Well, thank you very much for doing this. Thanks, thanks for having me, bro. This will be your lowest rated podcast to date. <laughs> Give me a little yeah, man. Yeah, her. Yeah, man. Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And please go to iTunes, go to SoundCloud, go to Stitcher, go to any uh, outlet that you hear the Yeah, man podcast, and please leave a comment uh, and uh, get us up there. And uh, don't forget about us. Thank you so much. Keep shining and check out this tune. Yeah, man. I'm an outsider. I'm an outsider.